0: Welcome to 100 Proof, the podcast that empowers six- and seven-figure business owners and CEOs to reinvent their relationship with drinking and rediscover their happier, healthier, wealthier selves. I'm your host, Nicole Prentice. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. And today we're going to discuss the three steps to stop drinking now before i go into today's episode i am so excited to announce and you've probably seen this if you have tuned into my instagram or my tiktok i am launching my newest program called rebirth which is absolutely amazing it is a one-to-one coaching and high-level mastermind and in rebirth what i walk you through is the exact steps that you need to take in order to stop drinking And this is from my journey, I forged a path to, and I've created a method on how to stop drinking because for me, AA never felt like a good fit. It was never anything that inspired me and I wanted to create a different way. And through my journey of being deeply supported by mentors, going through healing and also taking action to create change in my life. I've now created a process that I can take you through to stop drinking and to experience all the incredible results that come from stopping drinking. So if this sounds like something that interests you, feel free to send me a message or apply using the link below these show notes. All right, let's get into the episode. So to stop drinking, I'm going to break it down into three simple steps. Now, the first step, and this is the most obvious one, but it's very important, is to stop drinking. Now, let's break that down a bit more. So when you look at stopping drinking, it's important that you choose a period of time to start with that you're going to be sober. Now, it's important that you start with a duration that feels doable, but also a bit like a stretch, because immediately what will happen is fear. I remember when my mentor See, she proposed the idea like, oh, I think drinking is getting in the way of your best life. Are you open to taking six months off to see what happens? And at first, I was like, oh shit. Because <laughs> drinking was so ingrained in my life and it was a part of my social life and how I interacted with my family and friends. At first, I was like, oh, okay, this is a huge shift in my reality. But at that point in my life, I knew that. I would do anything to create change. I was so unhappy and drinking was getting in the way of what I desired. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So I started with six months. Now with my clients, we do anywhere between three to six months and three months is the shortest time span I would suggest. And you can go up to six months or something longer if that feels good for you, but you have to have this period where you're not drinking. So for a few reasons, the first thing is, You need to see the benefit that you are receiving from drinking, because the truth is, if you are drinking, there is some benefit that you are receiving from it, even if that benefit is not necessarily healthy. So I'm going to use some examples from my life. I use alcohol, yes, to be social, but there are other reasons as well that were not healthy, which made it an unhealthy pattern. So the first one, to cope and numb with the parts of my life I was dissatisfied with. I realized, and this came very apparent to me, when I was working at my cubicle in my nine to five job, I had a great job, I was on the goal and career path, and I was sitting there looking at the window washer, it was a gorgeous summer day, this guy was washing the windows of our office, and I was like, oh man, I wish I could be him, I wish I could get out of this office, I wish I had more freedom in my life, more flexibility, I wish I could do something that I loved. And right there, I'm like, okay, (laughs) something isn't right here. (laughs) So drinking was a way during the weekends to try to escape my life because I wanted more adventure, more freedom, more happiness. And I didn't have that in my life. Another reason or another way benefit was another way alcohol was benefiting me, tripping over my words here, (laughs) is to suppress heavy emotions. I now know looking back that I did not know how to give space to my emotions and how to release them. So anytime I felt anxiety, anytime I felt stressed or guilt, blame, shame, Um, there's even a point when I was diagnosed with depression and was experiencing suicidal ideations. I didn't know how to give space to these emotions. And anytime I would start to, it felt really uncomfortable. It felt like I couldn't handle them and I didn't know what to do with them. It was like a sea of emotions were like swirl, swirling around in my body and it felt way too overwhelming. So I did what we're taught to do by our society. So I numbed and alcohol was a way to do that. And another way alcohol benefit alcohol benefited me was to feel like I was enough and to be more confident. And this was very true when I was in my nine to five. I was one of the youngest individuals in our company one of the only females, and it felt uncomfortable talking to people who I didn't know, networking, which I hated, oh my gosh, I hated it. (laughs) And I used drinking to feel like I fit, to calm my nerves, and just to make it easier to feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So those are three reasons how alcohol benefited me, even though it wasn't healthy. And when I was in the pattern of drinking, not mainly just on the weekends, but to cope and numb, I didn't see these patterns, patterns clearly because I was too close to them, right? I was in the pattern and I needed to take a step back in order to see what was actually happening. And you can start to see the patterns that you're falling into and what benefits that you're actually receiving from alcohol when you step away from it. So when I went into social situations, when I wasn't drinking, I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I wasn't enough. I felt uncomfortable in my body. And I realized, okay, alcohol helped me there. And there are other situations in my life, like when things wouldn't feel good, when I'd have a lot of anxiety, I'd be like, oh, drinking used to help suppress this. Okay, there's something I can do now that's different. So you have to take this break This initial break in sobriety to get out of the patterns that you're currently in, to clearly see the benefits that you are receiving from alcohol, which is why you've stayed into patterns that are ultimately not benefiting you, and how you can start to get out of them. Now, after you have this initial span of sobriety, it is then your choice what you want to do afterwards. So let's say you choose six months, and after six months, you can then look and say, okay, what would I like to do now? Is introducing alcohol back into my life in a healthy way something I want to do? And if the answer is yes, it's important to look at like, okay, how can I do this? And what would actually be a good way to reintroduce it? And this is something I help my clients with. And I actually had a client one time say, (laughs) because he said he wanted to reintroduce drinking. And he told me, he's like, I'm having a hard time doing this because I know how much alcohol takes from me. And I know how much bad it's brought into my life. Like I'm having a hard time trying to enjoy it again. So there's so much truth that when you see actually what what alcohol is doing to you and what it's creating in your life, these patterns that aren't good for you, it can be hard to reintroduce it. Um, but I also have people who do it in a very healthy way. And also some clients who choose long-term sobriety for me, I know the first six months, I'm like, this isn't going to last. Um, I didn't even tell my family, I didn't tell my friends. I only told my fiance and my coach, and that was like about it. So after those, those six months, my mindset shifted completely because my life was absolutely incredible. My business started to explode and I was happy. I was finally happy. And I was like, I don't want to jeopardize this. So I kept going and it's only gotten better and better. And at this point in making this video, I'm over two months sober and it's just amazing. So you can choose what you want to do, but it's important that you do have an initial span of not drinking and then you can reevaluate after then. Okay, that's step one, stop drinking. Step two, learn tools to regulate your nervous system. I cannot stress the importance of this because until you do this, until you learn how to give space to your emotions, how to release them and how to keep moving forward and how to essentially become the person who could help you to ride the waves of life, until you can learn how to do this, you will go from one numbing behavior to the other, okay? So I've heard people, they've reached out to me where they're like, okay, I stopped drinking but now it's food or now it's working too much or now it's obsessively cleaning and that can happen. So yes, stopping drinking is amazing, but you have to learn how to regulate your nervous system because what is happening right now for most of us who do not know how to give space to our emotions, people who do not have an emotional intelligence, which is most of us, I was there as well. So guilty of that too. What happens is, We are operating from a dysregulated nervous system. So what this means is we are consistently responding from a fight, flight, freeze, and fawn response. That means you could probably resonate with some of these examples. Um, Maybe you come home from a long day of work and you're stressed and your partner says something to you and you automatically like explode at them. They're like, whoa, where did that come from? Or you find at night you have a hard time winding down. You find that your mind's always racing. You can't fall asleep. This has become because your nervous system is working over time. You feel like you're in a fight, flight, or fawn, or freeze response. And you need to learn how to regulate your nervous system so you can release anxiety. So you can move away from these emotions that are not serving you and actually experience how amazing life can be. So when you do that, there are a few methods that you can use. What I've used in my journey and what I use with my clients are EFT, and also known as tapping, breath work, and meditation. Now, these combined are very powerful because they are body-based therapies. And what this means is they help you to get in your body. Now, talk therapy is an important part of the healing process, but it is only one part of the process because... When you create an response to an external stimulus, so let's say, for example, um, you're driving to work and someone cuts you off or let's use a car accident. That's better. Okay. Let's say you get in a car accident. This creates stress in your body or maybe anxiety, or maybe you almost get into a car accident. Let's say anxiety was created from that almost getting into a car accident. So what happens is that emotion is created in your body. So until you're able to get in your body and work with your body and to release that energy by working through your body, it will still impact you. So as you are working with your body and releasing situations that have not served you, that are still with you, that are still triggering you, and until you can learn how to release emotions in general that feel heavy, until you can do that, you'll rely on other numbing behaviors. So it's so important to dive into tools to be in your body and to regulate your nervous system and that's what i teach my clients and that's what we go over in my new program rebirth okay and step number three on how to stop drinking is to reinvent your reality now this is where the exciting part comes in when you stop drinking what you're doing is you're destroying everything that doesn't serve you. And I know destroying sounds very like brutal, but that's what you're doing. You're burning everything that wasn't true. You are stepping away from the patterns, the beliefs, everything in your life that is keeping you stuck from what is that you desire, from being the person you truly want to be. And when you can do that, this creates space in your life to step into a new way of being, to create a new framework in your reality. And this new framework is made up of new patterns, beliefs, support systems, people, and all the goodness that will help you to actually experience what you desire in life. Now, I work with some individuals who are very successful. They are six and seven figure business owners and CEOs. And what I've seen by holding them in mentorship is even when you have all the money to buy all the things that you want, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. And what makes you happy is by creating these changes in your life to actually experience the emotions that you desire on a day-to-day basis. And it's the simple things that make people happy. Yes, buying the new car, it gives you that dopamine hit, but it just goes away and just becomes another car. And when you can create a new reality, you can Fill it with things that actually give you the emotions that you want to experience on a day-to-day basis. And that's what's truly important. And when you're creating this new reality for yourself, releasing what doesn't serve you and rebuilding in the most amazing ways, what happens is it gets to be exciting. Life gets to be expansive. You get to actually manifest everything you've ever wanted. And that's how you sustain your healthy patterns and habits. And that's actually how you receive, receive the results that you want. So let's say you desire um, deeper connections in your relationships. Now, I can resonate with this. I know when I was in an unhealthy pattern of drinking and numbing and I just wasn't happy with my life, I didn't love myself. And because I didn't love myself and I didn't love my life, I couldn't show up for my relationship fully. And I couldn't experience the true connection that was possible for me in that relationship. Now, since I've stopped drinking, my relationships have changed in the most incredible ways. And this can be with my friends, this can be with my fiance, with my family members. I am a new person, okay? And I show up differently. And because I show up differently, I show up differently in my relationships. And I experience a completely different type of relationship than what I had before. And it is amazing. So as you start to create these shifts and to see what's actually possible for you, you'll want to keep going. And my advice to you, as you are reinventing your reality, don't stop. Keep following those intuitive hits that you want something else. You want something more. There's something that you desire. Keep going after that because that's what you want. You don't want to just stop drinking. Yes, you need to do that, but you want the success. You want the relationships. You want the happiness, And that happens by actually taking actions, creating these changes in your life and starting to create that new reality as a result. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. So today we went over the three steps to stop drinking. The first one is to stop drinking and choose a time span that feels really good for you. The second step is to learn tools to regulate your nervous system And the third step, my favorite, is to reinvent your reality. And if you desire to be supported in a one-to-one relationship with me and in a high-level mastermind, I'm launching Rebirth, my newest program. And you can find more about it in the show notes. And if this interests you, please send me a message to learn more. All right, I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to 100 Proof, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If this episode has been valuable for you, please leave a review below. I'll see you next time.